0: Hello, thank you for joining me, thank you for joining me for this redemption broadcast, joining in, and uh, yeah, of course, it's uh, <laughs> like living in the tw- twilight zone, like actually living in an alternate reality, but it's reality, it's an alternate reality, but it's reality, it's, it's just like intersecting with one another. Interesting times. I put it like that. I say interesting times because it is right. It's intri- intriguing. It it captures your attention. Uh, you can try to look the other way, but it's right there. It's no escaping the, the uh, in-your-face condition that not only uh, respective countries are facing. You know, it's just on an individual basis. We're seeing this, uh, of course. Uh, if you don't know now, you know that this is. Uh, you know, a faith-based theme broadcast. When I mean faith-based, what does that mean when I mean faith-based? What I mean is, like, if you could talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and that be like a reoccurring theme in your broadcast, and you're um, talking about that, because that's where your heart's at, then I I think it's perfectly fine um, to also incorporate uh, some beliefs and values uh, that, um, You say Christian values that uh, I I happen to possess, and others out there may also uh, have themselves. So, when I talk about faith-based, you know, I believe in a a God, a G O D Yahuwah. Some uh, pronounce that Yahweh, the Hebrew name of the Most High. And uh, in scriptures, we discover that firm believer in the in the scriptures and. Jesus Christ, Yeshua Hamashiach, the anointed one, uh, his life, death, and resurrection. And at, through him, we have the opportunity to have eternal life. Now, some people believe in that. You know, some people believe, believe in Jesus. They they believe they maybe were introduced to um, this concept of of God, of Jesus. They went to church. They heard a minister. They've been they've been around this message if not so we live in a in a this world today where information um is extremely transferable where you I mean you could connect with people all around the world. It's quite amazing. You could connect with people all around the world in an instant to uh, that too, with information. I don't know how long that's gonna last, but that for it too is becoming increasingly restrictive to find information but it's out there. So, uh, although there's attempt to control it, control people's speech, control people (laughs) the way they think. So, uh, on that note, um, referring to this because the importance of people being exposed to this, but also living out your faith in Christ, right? Living out your faith in Christ and what better way to start is knowing who you're following uh, or at least who you profess to follow. Um, and in, uh, knowing what he said to do, the commands of the most high, what is in the scriptures to follow reading about Christ's life and having uh, getting back to the basics, uh, outside of man's traditional frameworks, we have the root of the word. And so knowing the word is very important. Knowing what Jesus says is very important because it protects us for against the wolves and it protects us against the wolves in sheep's clothing. So I just want to put it, put that out there as encouragement as well for those who um are in agreement, basically. And I understand there are people that are not in agreement. They are not. Uh, <laughs> I just came across someone who, um, yeah, they don't believe in God or whatever they think is a joke. But, hey, we all have a belief in something. I don't care if you're an atheist. I don't care if you you think you're descended from an ant. Whatever your belief system, everyone believes in something. Even those that say they don't believe in religion at all. They're believing in something. They're believing in the state. They're believing in technocracy. They're believing in something. And, um, well, there's only one way. One-way access to the Heavenly Father. And that's through Jesus Christ. And that's what I believe and many other peoples believe throughout generations. So, here we go. Jesus Christ. Yeshua HaMashiach, the anointed one, to free us from sin and death. So now I was dead. I was literally dead. Yes, I was dead. I was dead. I was in darkness. I was totally blind (laughs) and guess who drew me out drum roll please the spirit of the most high (laughs) because that's the only one that woke me up and he dragged me out of that pit of death and i awakened into a new life and uh to christ jesus think thanks be to the most high son that he sent to cleanse us and to make us whole again and uh so when I, th- when I was, I added early in the session, I, I can't help myself. It just, it just happens that you talk about these things and, uh, how much faith is so important and um, getting, getting involved, it get involved. You know, we, we're, we are spiritual beings and we are also physical beings. Okay. And you can, I think either way, spending t- too much time, in either way, not like recognizing, hey, you were placed on the planet for a reason. You know, you we have this hope, right? We have eternal hope for pleasures forever through Christ Jesus, pleasures forever existing in paradise with our heavenly Father, great place, lots of things planned beyond our imagination, of course. And we're planning and we're prepping to be that beautiful bride. We're planning and prepping to be that bride of christ um and to be that uh be holy as the scripture said be holy as i am holy and being obedient to the the ruler the king of all the earth that governs the entire planet and that's g-o-d he governs the entire planet obscene and unseen he's king he's creator of all life seen and unseen all right who are we to question <laughs> i mean this is his gift to us, right? Because he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to uh, redeem us. We have a rebellious creation, a fallen creation. We need to get more in, more into that so uh by his grace and mercy and grace, you could look as as favor through his favor and mercy, oh man, he just allowed us to come back into union with him and in him in the sense of come back to uh reality (laughs) because it is a false claim that we're in this on our own and that there is no accountability for our actions and so yeah i want to encourage us to get involved because some people believe uh Oh no! You we can't get involved in politics. We can't get involved in this. We can't get involved in the entertainment business. We can't we can't do this. You can't do that. There's everybody. There's some people who think that you know keep that to yourself and everything. In the meantime, we gotta see someone uh, parade around twerk on Satan and everything like that and Satan evil baddie. That's what I. He's evil baddie, and you know openly worship satan and that's okay doing different things again offering a different belief system so yeah i'm definitely supporter of getting involved getting getting out there getting involved in your community getting involved in politics Getting involved in a separation between church and state. Separation between church and state. Keep that to yourself. The dogma lives loud in you. Well, you know what? The scriptures do live loud in my soul. And uh, and it it is a gauge of how to treat other people. In scriptures, it says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Okay? Of, of course, the greatest commitment. Love Elohim. Love our father, Abba with all our heart soul mind and strength above all things and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves yes hallelujah disguise our interactions you know and the world scriptures I think is very kind it's very loving and it's very uh about judgment (laughs) justice and judgment too okay we have a compassionate loving father but he's also um brings judgment okay and that's uh, very serious. See, we lost our fear of God somewhere along the way. Okay, so I wanted to continue this this particular session. Okay, this could I I had to say that actually so, but but and but the, in this particular s- section, I wanted to uh, share uh, something that I came across because I'm talking about you know our physical reality and and existing in our physical reality maintaining our spirituality so there's balance get it that's what i'm talking about there's balance that we're we're engaged as a creature put here for a reason and a purpose what to be messengers of course we have a duty and a privilege once we become alive uh to share the truth and what is truth well it says in scriptures the truth is what the most high has commanded for us so that's the truth and everything gets revealed. It says, "What is done in the dark comes to light." In scriptures, what is done in the dark <laughs> always comes to light. It comes and be, it's revealed. So we have this perception, and I want that to keep in us. I want that to be in our frame of mind. This concept of we're, we're spiritual beings in a physical body living here on this planet, uh, because. We have an active participation in the purpose of the Most High. That, that's what I mean. People are put in certain places everywhere. All around the world, right? People are put in certain places everywhere. Contracting out the mission. <laughs> what is that mission? To, to spread the kingdom of the Most High. Uh, to as many people as possible with these seeds and these seeds are the word i'm not talking about monetary uh giving and as a duty and a privilege and so they're placed in strategic positions and have specific roles to do this and that whether it's to be the arm of judgment of the most high it's a very important role so to continue uh i'm reading something that circulated and about, and it was circulated about, and I wanted to read it because it was about this young woman. Her name is uh, Nina Nina Le- Leone. And um, it's very interesting here because she states, It's all dead to me. Celebrities, sports, concerts, bars, travel. None of it matters anymore. During 14 days to stop the spread, which turned into seven weeks of lockdown, I would have done anything to go to a concert. And here's a kicker, folks. But now, I count it a, as a loss. It means nothing to me anymore. The people I once idolized are puppets. <laughs> the politicians I once applauded are embedded in their own interests and have sold us out. The companies I once shopped with are colluding against us. The celebrities I once looked up to, I know now can't look at. It's all gone. 2020 changed me, and I don't miss any of it. I only wish I had detached all of these false idols sooner. The truth is that I'd give up any of these things sooner if I had truly understood. But now I do, and it set me free. I'll walk the narrow road with my eyes fixed on the finish line. None of what is here matters. The earth and everything here is temporary. There is life after death. So I count this all as loss. 2020 was the year that separated the wheat chaff. There are still people straddling the line. Soon they will have to choose where they stand too. Do you not know that in a race... All of the runners run, but only one receives the prize. So, one that you may obtain it. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. It is disagreeing with what is happening causes me to lose my seat at the table. And to lose my status in society, I'm willing to sit alone. Wow. So, definitely, this whole course of human history that we're living through uh, has changed people my hope is for the better Uh, and really examining like what really matters i think that's important to understand what really really matters what matters and um i know there was a reference here to uh corporations colluding together i just wanted to read something here um, activities where requiring an ID apparently isn't racist. I wanted to just put this in, put this out there. So purchase of alcohol, purchase of cigarettes, open a bank account. Okay, apply for food stamps, apply for Medicaid in the you know U.S. Okay, apply for unemployment, rent a house, buy a house, apply for a mortgage, buy a car. I could keep going where you need to show an ID. Get married. Uh, purchase a gun, adopt a pet, and I can keep going where they want to. Like when you go to share meetings at Coca-Cola, you show your uh, ID. Okay, buy a cell phone, visit a casino, donate your blood, blah, blah, blah. Activities where requiring an ID must be racist. It, this is it, folks. Just voting. <laughs> a photo ID. Because black people don't know how to use They're going to have trouble getting an ID. Get it? Black and Hispanic people are gonna have a really difficult time understanding how to get an ID. That that don't sound racist to you? <laughs> Black people and Hispanic people don't know how to use the internet. All right. Anyway, I don't. Certain people can say it. I guess it's okay. I'm all for working towards uh, an inclusive, genuine, natural, collective response. <laughs> to uh all this okay and what is that what are, what are we moving towards what are we moving towards uh you ever heard of divide and conquer as a war strategy <sighs> so um in closing i'm getting there i wanted to talk about it even mentioned before about the spirit our physical bodies we're placed here for a purpose or place here for a reason and I think a big part of that is focusing on what really matters. You know, we have this spiritual response that's always first. And then we have this manifestation of that response, right, in our daily lives. And that, as for a believer, that's living out our faith and word and deed. So living in our faith out in word and deed, because we live in a society, uh, I would say the past this these these past decades okay with a fixation on objectifying ourselves (laughs) objective and a good example of how now i talk about how people can live spiritually right on a on on this let's look at the spectrum people can spiritually live in a state of just totally immersed in spirituality where they they forget that they're living breathing human being here on the planet and there's a purpose here that the most high places here and, and and it's you know we're not to live on an island you know we, we are to connect we are, we are to out live out our faith we, we are to be a part of this world making positive things happen and we say positive what do you mean well hey what what would you rather have? Uh, hell on earth what is hell on earth hell on earth is a society is 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 that doesn't put god first a society that wants to live without god and you'll you'll begin to see that society resemble hell and what hell there's no pleasures in hell by the way there's no pleasures in hell it's like there's no concert. there's no there's no there's nothing so you'll begin to see that play out you're like it's a living hell, right, so, we, we can switch that about, right, switch that, turn that around, and say, hey, let's choose life, let's choose, let's make our faith alive again by connecting to our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ and allowing ourselves to actually be (laughs) kingdom-purposed, meaning that we live our lives in attempts to do what's best for humanity, not hurting and harming humanity, but doing what's best for humanity. And what does that look like? Well, that means going for the best thing ever, which is living out the truth of the gospel in, in every way, and that we're actually concerned with helping others. Instead of hurting and harming them, we actually want people to be well and we want people to be healed and we want people to be free free what does that mean free to you know it doesn't mean that you don't hold people accountable for their wickedness and their actions against humanity and be walking around like a doormat saying take me as i am rolling over and pulling your pants down and saying hey everybody come on in i mean what i mean is being wise and i'm not trying to be graphic there when i mean i'm trying to talk about what wisdom really is because what man considers evil one day can change okay what man considers good can change you see in scriptures it says woe to them who call evil good and good evil woe to them who call evil good and good evil what does that mean somewhere along along we're living upside down we're calling what's good evil and what's evil good so, man can take several seats. What really matters is the wisdom and foolery. The difference between wisdom and what's foolery. What's wisdom, it comes from the word. Because in the word, and wisdom, is God. Okay? That is a set standard. That is a set standard. It doesn't change. So, we can begin to objectify ourselves and no greater place where we see objectification i talked about the spectrum We're getting into the flesh the biological response that we have and we could look at we could look at that in uh during intercourse because you can see that people are objectifying people in sexual relationships where there's no emotion or connection it's just physical response and f- experiencing physical pleasure And that's why people are especially you know this can happen to young girls i'm not saying that um There's young boys that don't experience an emotional connection or an intimacy, but they can end up being hurt emotionally because they're engaged in this physical act and things don't quite go, the relationship doesn't go quite the way girl, woman, or boy or man uh, desire it to go. uh, And it is very painful. It's very painful. You see this happen in our world today where people have multiple partners and actually the message is to have as many multiple partners as you can and that makes you some type of an expert. And so when you engage in sexual activity with all these other people in your mind <laughs> you're gonna be able to like be the best, um and amazing sex partner you can possibly be. Anyway, it's just in scriptures we have another tale because we we're given this beautiful creation by the most high he's the one who created it so everybody walking around thinking that is dirty or something I mean. oh it's not dirty it's like a gun oh okay let me let me put it this way because it's like there right now um let me put it this way. it's like if you have a fork okay now a fork is quite civilized isn't it use a use a fork for certain foods and you're using a fork so it makes it easier to eat some foods. You don't have to dig all your hands in it and everything like that, especially if you're having spaghetti, <laughs> you know. So you have, you have you know, a fork. Now, if I took that fork and I used it to stab somebody in the throat or for other means, and, uh, you know, the fork is now used as a deadly weapon. It's considered a deadly weapon. So it's just like uh, sex in the sense that it, in its beautiful form created by the Most High, it is absolutely amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And the beauty of that gift, um, yes, but it can be misused. It can be misused and objectified. Where the spirituality is disconnected from it completely. That's what I'm getting at. The spirituality, the emotional, even beyond the emotional connection, can be completely detached from the entire act itself. And here you are just flesh upon flesh <laughs> and it's nothing nothing but that um, flesh upon flesh it's empty it really is and that's why you have people that you'll have men who have indulged themselves and this could happen with women too have indulged themselves in this activity of objectifying sexual encounters and come to the point, I want something real. I want I want to experience love. You know, and I'm not talking about you know, out outside of narcissism and stuff like that. You know, I want, you know, a real deal partner. Um, you know, I'm sick of just sex every night with different women. I want a I want the one or something and they maybe and they come across and this has happened, they come across somebody that really they feel like this emotional connection to it beyond just the physical attraction. And they end up marrying them and everything. So I'm just saying that you know, people get to that breaking point. That's why I'm, I'm using that as an example. People reach that point where they just want to go beyond this the objectification because they realize that, that they want a deeper connection. You know, they, won't, they don't want just the physical flesh anymore and, 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 and appeasement of their pleasures. You know, they want to get to another level. And what better places understanding how the scriptures teach where that level is, that heightened safe level, that height, that heightened level of beauty between a man and a woman. In Genesis chapter one, uh, verse 26, and it explains the beginnings of humanity. (laughs) And Elohim said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Okay, and here we go in verse 27. It says, so Elohim created man in his own image, and the image of Elohim created he, him. Male and female created he, them. There we go. Creation of man and a woman. Right, so we have the creation, and he blessed them. This is verse twenty-eight, and Elohim said unto them, "Be fruitful, be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and the over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth." So here we have the living, all-powerful. Elohim along with the angels that he created the messengers of the most the creation of the most high here creating man who was just in the likeness and image of the most high yet we 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 had this physical material uh, existence and we had this this planet this field and to have dominion over as we can see, this was dis- disrupted. This was disrupted. This whole and and then rectified or set right by Yeshua Hamashiach coming as the second Adam in obedience, where Adam disobeyed. And oh, and mind you, in the fall. Now, in the Targum, which is the we have the the Aramaic uh, translation of scriptures in the commentaries. One of the, one of the oldest ancient commentaries we have in the Targum. And, and, I'm, and I know some people do not believe this. I'm just telling you this is all. This is this is a long-held uh, traditional belief that, um, and some and some uh, may may not know this, but in that Eve was beguiled by Satan in the garden. Okay. Whew. And they and she actually. Uh, it was sex it was it was intercourse that happened and she was impregnated by satan satan's seed the seed of cain and so she had twins cain and abel you know and where abel was the seed of uh, adam and not only did this sexual intercourse happen between eve it also happened with adam um so so uh so and then, anyway, she had twins and and so one is the seed of Satan and one is the seed of 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 a pure seed and um so you know that's that so but at the end of the day, right, we have this concept of sex early exploitation through <laughs> and and then we continue to see the exploitation of sex um and I'm gonna say that objectifying it uh with the fallen angels. And uh the fallen angels meeting with human and we can see this in scriptures in in Enoch in in Enoch we see a full story. We see chapter six exp- expanded on. I know people say in, Uh I don't believe it. It was there and then it's not. It's in the Ethiopian Bible. Scriptures one of the oldest and who put it together? Rome. Okay, here we go. Six chapter 6, that the sons of Elohim saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God, same, became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. And then, of course, we see wickedness increase. So, there's all this distorted human DNA, and then so just to in the in the book of Enoch here, and this is the um, and in chapter six. Um, and it came to pass when the children of men had multiplied that in those days were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters and the angels, the children of heaven, saw and lusted after them and said to one another, come, let us choose us wives from among the children of men. So we see here that we have this intermingling, uh, and, and to verse chapter seven, uh, and all the other others together with them took unto themselves wives and each chose for himself one. And they began to go in unto them and to defile themselves with them. And they taught them charms. And and here we have the first introduction of doctrines of, of evil. Okay. Doctrines of evil. And yep, and now the giants who are produced from the spirits and flesh shall be called the evil spirits upon the earth, and on the earth, all sh- earth uh, shall be their dwelling. Uh, the evil spirits, these are demons, uh, have p- proceeded from their bodies because they are born from men, and from the holy watches is their beginning and primal origin. So, yeah, demons have a personality. You wanna say that. They're the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim. And they all face judgment, right? We see that in the book of Enoch and also in scriptures, so uh, we see that in scriptures, so uh, they have a judgment, uh, these angels that uh defiled the human women. They defiled them, right? They left their holy habitation, they fell along and then an everlasting change waiting for the day of judgment. So we have eternal hellfire check for disembodied spirits of the Nephilim and all their bad actors. Okay. The so people that want to play with them and will participate with them and think they're going to be have some place and some seat somewhere. And it's going to be in the lake of fire. Um, let me see here. Doo, doo, doo. Let me go here. He says, So, oh, well, how do you know? Well, that's what the scripture says. So there we go. Uh, This is in chapter 16 of Enoch. Thus shall they destroy until the day of their consummation the great judgment, the watchers and the godless, yea, shall be wholly consummated, and, uh, yep, the days of slaughter and destruction and death of the giants from the souls of whose flesh the spirits having gone forth shall destroy without incurring judgment. So they're going to just go out, keep doing from generation to generation. Generation to generation, destroying people's lives, still killing, destroyed till the day of judgment. Right. we have? That's why you see Jesus, right? You you see Jesus in scriptures. He's casting out devils. He's casting out demons. These people were afflicted. They they were afflicted and they were suffering. They were suffering and afflicted. This has been going on for a long time, but he was casting out devils, demons. And he and he was equipping his disciples to cast out demons and that's what they were doing. They were casting out demons and they were freeing people and healing people and we see that throughout scriptures. And let me tell you something. Who is worthy to open the school? We have Yeshua HaMashiach, the unblemished name, and they were doing it in his name. I wanna make that point as well. And he was equipping his taught ones, his disciples, to go out also to to cast out demons from people and free them from bondage from the enemy. He says um, In Jesus' name, right? In Jesus' name. So, that's where the power came from. The unblemished lamb. So, why am I t- saying so, you know, all this about defiling and the, and the angels? And they said, wow, that story, that sounds far out, man. That sounds really far out. Wow, that's like some sci-fi stuff right there. Well, it's, you know, I could say, what if? that is our actual history that's been hidden from us you, th- you don't think people are not involved in the occult and you think that they're people that are not using exploiting sex this this is how important this is how important it is sodomy and everything else because they understand the spiritual impl- imp- implications okay um <clears throat> of sexual intercourse and that's why i'm bringing this up is to know the power of sexual intercourse and in, uh, as in relation to our spirituality because really uh we can go about wounding our souls that's why the people go around saying soul ties well what is that you're entangling yourself spiritually with somebody when you have intercourse and when you also and Masturbate? You think you're masturbating alone? Your imaginary imaginary friend is actually a demonic being. So, <clears throat> where I'm getting at is, we have truth and we have life, and that's in the Word. We have a guide, and He sets everything right. In the end, we see everything being set right, and you see that in the Book of You know, you see everything being set rightly. He said, "What is that?" Well, that's everything put back into order and evil being judged off the face of the planet. So we have evil being judged, evil being eradicated and evil, which feeds on fear, being completely destroyed. And uh, we have the opportunity as uh, his chosen ones, the one that he draws out. And I pray you're part of that number. I, pr- I really do pray that you're, you're a part of that number in Jesus name. I pray that you're a part of that number um because it is a beautiful life it is i'm not talking about you know (laughs) yeah it's very rough life it's a very rough life okay because it's a now way it's not popular it's not it's not gonna you're not gonna be popular you're not gonna be this is a now because you're speaking the truth it's not popular but it is a narrow way, you know. It is a narrow way, and it leads to pleasures forever. Where the other way is a wide way, it is a wide way, and it leads to destruction. So I want us to think about the natural order and understanding the power of, of our of our interactions that we have, because they have a necessary reaction. And it, you know, people say this. People, especially, I don't know if you have a daughter. People have daughters. Yeah. You want your daughter, if you have a daughter, you don't want her to be like, like be like with tons of guys getting hurt every day. Like sexually involved with tons of men. I mean, when you look at your little girl, you're like, I want the best. I'm going to get my shotgun. I'm going to get my shotgun and I'm going to make sure he's a good guy. You know, of course, if you're a good father, something that people are like, I don't care. I never had a daddy. You know, but people really step up to the plate you don't know, want to some people that's their response some people say I never had a daddy I want to be a daddy so when you <laughs> i mean you want the best for your right? baby you don't want her to be hurt by tons of guys um so yeah i like i say i'm bringing this up because we want to guide our d- the generation to come and you want to teach young men as well you know you don't want your your, your son to be... Now it's like, a, oh, yeah, my son's got this. My son's... You know, there's a double standard there with with sons. But you want your son to have a good woman. You know, you want a son that's been treated like a woman and she's bossing him around everywhere, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what did I I don't know. Or do you want... You know, do you want a son that is actually loved by the person he's with and not used for money or anything like that? I'm just saying, what we do... The next generation and it's not just children it's it's like any anybody your nephews your nieces your family your non-family the next generation basically <laughs> what are we leaving them you know we're leaving uh eventually the end of the world i'm bringing this up the, is the elimination of all pleasure you know where it gets to the point <laughs> there's so much evil and destruction in this world that even that is attacked eventually that is going to be you don't need to have sex. You don't. You don't need. You don't need to have a sexless society either because of all the. We won't get into that. Um, but yeah, uh, I want to encourage you today in Jesus' name. I'm just gonna pray, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you f- so much for your love. Thank you so much for your mercy. Thank you so much for your peace that you provide, and we just want to dwell in your peace and your love, and to not objectify others, and we want to. To speak your truth and to know that you your design is the best design. It leads to life and 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 satisfaction. Not here, just here on this planet, but also uh, as as our guiding light. In Jesus' name, and I just pray for everyone here, listening, who have listened this long, that deserve a tremendous reward. Um, that a thousandfold return bless you. you. You didn't have to give me money for that. <laughs> a thousandfold return for listening this long. How about that? In, in Jesus' name, and I just pray in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Okay. Thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful day or evening. <laughs>